Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Friday, May 15th edition of the show. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have got some football stuff to talk about today. Yesterday was a bit of a reach, but today we got some crazy-ass stories going on in this sport and by God, I'm ready to discuss it. Uh, you can go to the website, winningcureseverything.com, if you want to know anything else about us. Uh, it's got everything you need over there. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Matt already jumps in on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed at any of the live locations. Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and <laughs> Matt said, y'all got stories about murder hornets. Boy, he's been on this for two weeks. Two weeks. That's insane. Uh, make sure you subscribe on the podcast. In case you miss a live show, you don't have time to go back and watch an actual video, we got your podcast ready. It's all good. It goes up right after the show every single day. I will have it up as soon as we get done today. Um, and then I got some uh, I got some stuff to tend to a little early. Michael said, what's up, fellas? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. We got UFC coming tomorrow. We're not previewing this one. There ain't a whole lot going on with it, but I'll, I'll still be watching. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt said, be lucky Terry isn't on here as well. I can imagine all of that bunch, man. I'm sure you got it all up in the uh, the Murder Hornets and whatnot. But we are not discussing Murder Hornets. We are talking NFL and college football today. First off, Chris, uh, it's been a long week. How's uh, how's your Friday been? Uh, Friday's been okay. Not not too bad. Not I, too bad. I saw, the, uh, I saw the tequila bottles you sent over earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me a little bit about them. Which, like... You said The Rock has a tequila. Did you not know that? You follow no. like booze stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah The Rock. I follow so bourbon. Rock, I don't, and I'm and I'm 100 certain The Rock purchased a tequila company. Okay, if I had sense. to guess. Um, and and so I, you know, we don't our liquor stores around don't carry it, but uh, but I was I was out and about in the, the Memphis area and uh, went into one just to kind of sniff around, see what they got. They usually have the good tequila I like, and um, found that. And then also saw that they had the rock stuff, and so I was like, there "You go, I'll get this. I'll try it." As cheap, it was twenty nine bucks. That's that's cheap. That's not bad. That's because, not bad because good good tequila is not twenty nine. <laughs> no, it's definitely. Well, I don't know, man. That uh, that stuff that I got the other week, man. No, it's not. It, no, it's not. Hey, it's super smooth for me. No, it's not. It's super smooth for me. And look, but I like the cheap shit. So you know, what are you gonna do? That's I'll tell you this. 
Uh, it gets me where I want to go. Yeah. That's all I need. So, uh, Michael said, let's get to 100 today, talking about the comments in the chat. Uh, we're going a little earlier than usual. I doubt we'll get to that point, but it's a nice goal. I, we'll see. I always we'll, see. we'll see if other people jump in. We'll see if you guys get fired up talking about this stuff, because, man, y'all were fired up yesterday about that Blake Snell stuff. Good gracious. Uh, McKinnon, yeah, said, uh, McKinnon said, still at work, but I'll hop in if I get off before y'all are done. If not, y'all have a good weekend. McKinnon, be good, my brother. Uh, Michael said, got a way to play some golf this morning. Great way to start a Friday. And he said, have y'all tried screwball peanut butter whiskey yet? Absolutely. So my brother has had that several times, keeps telling me about it. Um, I'm trying to stay away from anything too sweet. I love it. I can't drink sweet stuff, man. I can't. Oh, I can. Oh, Oh. oh, I absolutely can. But the problem is, is it's easy to drink. I drink it. So back in the day when the Firefly sweet tea whiskey came out, tequila, vodka came out, like it tastes like sweet tea. And I was at Barbecue Fest in Memphis and May that we don't have this year. And uh, you do in October. And I was, I was filling up cups and drinking it like sweet tea and i will not exaggerate when i tell you that night i i lost my pants and uh <laughs> drove home in my boxers slept in my boxers and undershirt and somebody else's tent not mine oh my and, god uh, no like hanky banky no like nothing no sexual. I, I, Just, I understand that at some point in time it probably <laughs> got hot and i didn't care Right. Michael said it's delicious in moderation. I can only drink a little bit. Look, I've, I had a friend that gave me a bottle of salted caramel whiskey. It's like old Tennessee whiskey or something like that. Um, and I like it. I, I can drink it if I mix it with another bourbon. Like even no, just a cheap. No, like, you just got to drink. Give me, those give me some benchmark or something. Like a, no, those things are made to drink just the way they are. Yeah, and and I, my brothers drank a bunch of it the last couple of weeks, and he keeps yelling at the people bringing it over to his house because if they leave it. He is gone. Polishes. It's so it's so easy to just drink. Oh yeah, because it's, it's it icy, sugar, icy cold, man. and it is just it goes down. Look, you're talking to a guy that, that can't even drink a Dr Pepper. So like, yeah. it, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm no, water, no, no. black coffee, and nope. and straight bourbon. Nope. Like that. Oh no, my taste buds are still the taste buds of a child. <laughs> when I'm dieting, I can't even have coffee because I am a child. You, you got to be putting all that. French so, vanilla, so peanut, caramel so peanut butter whiskey. It, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna just one day I'm gonna have that and then I'm gonna get sick. And yeah. that's that's okay. It's It'll all right. Be I've been sick before. It's all right. <laughs> oh my god. Let's uh let's move into some football talk. Let's uh let, let's get this show on track. Um the NFL announced today a preseason schedule. Now, it's one thing to not say anything and just move forward with everything that is planned, right? And, and this is a planned thing, right? Preseason is planned out, scheduled, whatever. But we've got, like, the Rams and San Francisco and all these different teams. You know, Yahoo has got a, a big thing up. The Redskins, the 49ers, the Bears, the Lions, that all have August home preseason games. Like, the, the 49ers are hosting the Raiders August 21st presumably in San Francisco. Now, I, like, this is fantastic. This is great. And uh, and Frank Schwab is the guy that, that wrote it, but he said, while there's still hope the NFL will play a regular season, even if it's in front of empty stadiums, uh, the preseason might be a different story. While wiping out the whole preseason, shortening it, or playing it to use it as a testing ground all seem like viable options, NFL teams started releasing preseason schedules with specific dates for the August games. Um, I'm... I'm not going to say that I'm shocked, but I, I think if you are a business 
that is planning on operating like normal, uh, the NFL has nailed this. They they do not have anybody officially talking to any reporters, anything like that. They are just going about it as if this thing does not exist. That's right. Is, is this the right way to go about things? I, I kind of think it is. And then you just wait and get to a point where if something has someone to change, tells you, you someone tells you to stop. And and like the 49ers and like the California teams and like the Washington team, whatever, like at some point in time, maybe the New York teams, at some point in time, those teams might have to adjust what they're doing. They're on the calls with all these things. Okay. Yeah. But you know, it it's getting they're, they're I think they're just moving forward and they're just saying, look. We're going to play this thing out, and we'll just see what happens. They've, so he asked the question here. He said, will there be a preseason? After a couple of months without many mainstream sports to watch other than a couple UFC cards, sports fans would happily sign up for an exhibition football game with four-string players fighting for a roster spot. Uh, it seems like quite a challenge for the NFL. Uh, Charles Robinson wrote a, a deep breakdown state-by-state state that offers how, cool, how, how insane it's going to be to try and do this. Uh, but he said... Um, you know, would the NFL really go through a similar hassle for games that don't count? Like, canceling the preseason would be a blow for lesser-known players trying to win a job, coaches wanting to evaluate the roster, and personnel evaluators who use preseason film to find players. But it seems hard to believe that a four-week preseason schedule will happen. Now, he said, like everything else this year, we'll see. At least if the NFL plans on moving forward with the preseason games, we know the dates. I was a little bit shocked about it, and and I'm beginning to think, Anything with the NFL, maybe I just shouldn't be shocked. I'm going to tell you this. When I saw this, I kind of began to have this opinion that I, I think the NFL is going to have fans in the stands too. I, I just I think, think they're so. not going to care. I, listen, if they're going to sell tickets. They're going to offer tickets to the public. If you want to come, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. No one's putting a gun to your head and making you go. But I think they are going to go forward with business as usual. I have no idea how it's going to work out. But I don't think they're worried about anybody telling them what they can and can't do. And if a governor or a mayor or somebody tries to stop them, I think they'll punt and they'll say, okay, we're not playing those games in San Francisco. We'll play them in San Antonio. We'll, we'll find yeah. a place to put them. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to play them somewhere. Yeah, uh, we'll find a place for them. Yeah. Uh, Matt, by the way, jumping back to the alcohol conversation, said if you mix all five White Claws together in your Yeti cooler, it tastes like Starburst with the wrappers on them mixed with a felony trespassing charge. <laughs> Uh, Michael, jumping back into this conversation, uh, he's a Broncos season ticket holder. He said they still haven't let us pick seats. Yeah, That's where it gets a little bit crazy. Like, you can move forward. You can go through all this different stuff. You ain't sold a ticket yet. Not yet. Like, not yet. I, and like I said, they might not. But I just, I, got, I don't know what it was when I saw that article today and I sent it to you. I said, you know, my, my first thought was, man, I, I think they're just going to say, Look, none of us know really what's going to happen with this deal, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go after it. We're gonna try, and if something happens, we'll make sure that every ticket has on the back of it, just like if you get hit in the face with a foul ball or something, you know, can't say, like if you get the Rona, you get sick in our state, you can't sue us. You're here on your own discretion. Yeah, your own volition. Yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna play. I I think they're I think going they are too. forward. I was on and SBR. I think that they are going to be having conversations with these other governors, universities, school, like places to figure out if certain states say no, who's going to say yes? And where do we go? Yeah. 
At Michael said, at this point last year, we already had our seats picked out for the year. I haven't heard a date for us to select them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a big thing. Um, I, I was on with the Sportsbook Review this morning, and we were discussing this, whether the NFL was going to start on schedule, et cetera. And I, I said it's 100%. I said, yes, the, the NFL slows down for nobody. Like, that is what it is. Now, I really think they think we can push through this pandemic. Yeah. And, and I, here's I, the thing. There's enough of them that probably believe you absolutely can Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a major sec of the population, and it's growing every day, that believes we flattened the curve. We did yes. what we were supposed to do, and now at some point in time, we got to go back to normal life. And if you don't want us to trickle back into normal life and all go full-blown, then at some point in time, you have to start turning the faucet. And if you don't start turning the faucet and we blow it wide open come August, that ain't on us. That's on y'all. Yeah, 100%. One of the questions that they asked was the idea of, okay, say they can't have 65,000 people in the stadium. Could they have some fans? So Can I brought back up the uh, the Dolphins idea yeah. of, you know, 15,000 people, which we've joked isn't that much different from a regular Dolphins game. But I, I think across the league, I mean, if you're looking at just, you know, 20, say say it's one-third full, or, or some of the restaurants yeah. are like quarter capacity, like do it one-fourth. One-fourth of the stadium, and... You had like the people that you show up with or who you get to sit with and all that kind of stuff, but you, you stay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna sell the tickets. I think if they let right. one in, they're gonna let everybody in. They might. They might. I, I, I really I, do. I'm not at this point, I am not surprised by anything that the NFL does. Not, not a either. damn thing. Now, that moves us on to the next topic. Because this was a little bit surprising. Um <laughs> We, we heard about this after the show yesterday. Warrants have been issued for the arrests of New York Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker, who's a Georgia kid, and Seattle Seahawks cornerback Quentin Dunbar, who is a Florida kid, uh, by the Miramar, Florida Police Department, stemming from an incident that occurred on Wednesday, May 13th. Baker has been charged with four counts of armed robbery with a firearm and four counts of aggravated assault with a firearm, while Dunbar has been charged with four counts of armed robbery. And it continues, per the police report, Baker took money and watches from uh, victims with force and was armed with a semi-automatic firearm. <laughs> Dunbar was assisting Baker in taking the money and valuables from attendees at a party in Miramar Broward County. The pair were allegedly hanging at a cookout when an argument ensued, resulting in Baker revealing a semi-automatic firearm. Baker allegedly uh, directed a third member wearing a red mask to shoot a person who entered the party, but the gun was not fired. Thank God. Uh, both Baker and Dunbar are believed to have taken over three timepieces, including an $18,000 Rolex watch and another worth $25,000. Baker and Dunbar also took $7,000 in cash. Two uh, affiants did not see Dunbar with a firearm, but one said the opposite. A spokesperson for the police department there uh, said there have been discussions with at least one of the player's representatives about turning himself in, but neither has done so at this time. So they are both at large. Uh, one witness told... Uh, the police that Baker and Dunbar lost over $70,000 at a party in Miami days earlier uh, on gambling, some from high-stakes card games. Another witness said those involved in the robbery all left in three different vehicles. You're going to love this, by the way. Uh, one a Mercedes-Benz, one a Lamborghini, and one a BMW, which were pre-positioned for immediate departure from the scene of the crime. Uh, so apparently it all started over a gambling dispute. Nobody has been incarcerated as of yet. This is... Absolutely bonkers. Who in their right mind 
robs a party full of people that you know with a firearm, especially if you are an NFL player. I understand that these guys, you know, with the rookie deals and Dunbar just got traded to the Seahawks from the Redskins. You're getting seventy thousand dollars worth of money that you lost. You're yes. you're not. That's on you, by the way. That's yes. on you. I mean, you're not going to go up and shoot up a casino. No, like that's <laughs> that is on you. This whole thing is bananas. What uh? What do we so? I don't. I can't remember if it was uh, Cecil Hurd or maybe Chris Felica, somebody else that uh, that tweeted to Spencer Hall from Banner Society. I don't know how many people keep up with this, but they said, "Can this retroactively go on the former Cup, which was, you know, the college football team that had the most arrests, right?" <laughs> so in Georgia, well, Georgia, since Georgia, those old Tennessee days, Georgia has taken the Cup. Oh, 100%. pretty much every oh. year. Now I found it funny that one kid went to Florida and the other went to Georgia. Like that was that was kind of funny, but in in today's society, it doesn't matter. Like everybody's friends with everybody, it doesn't matter. Um, but it it is definitely it's definitely something else. Michael said, by the way, uh, uh, I think everybody should be that way. Stay home if you want, but if you're willing to take a risk and go, uh, give Americans the freedom of choice. He sounds. Uh, he said, sounds like they may be part of that seventy percent we were talking about yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, give give me your thoughts on this. D- tell me tell me what you're thinking. Robbing a party that you're a part of is just one of the, I guess, low-class things I could ever imagine somebody doing. And robbing people to get money back that you lost in a gamble. Now, you and me know we're, we're gamblers. We bet on things. I think I think a bet is a sacred thing. I truly, truly yes. do. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've said it before. I, I will, back when I was struggling for money and in college and betting things that I probably shouldn't have been betting, like, I would have, I would have paid my gambling debts before I would have ever, ever paid my bills. I just, I just believe it's, I was raised by someone who taught me that all you have in this life is your word. And, and if you don't stand behind it, then, then nothing else in the rest of your life matters. I believe, I believe betting, gambling, betting, especially betting with people, you know, Yes, it's a big part of that. You're not betting with a machine. You're not betting with a computer. You're not betting with a casino. You're betting with people that you know, and if you're not willing to lose that money or you're going to hate them for taking your money, man, you are the definition of a child. Nobody makes you gamble. Like, no. Period. If you feel strongly about something and it doesn't turn out, that sucks. Sorry, brother. Like, it is what it is. We have all lost bets. Yeah. You know, but the fun part is sometimes you win. Like and it, if you're betting money you don't have, then that's on you yes. and nobody else. Not the people who you bet with. They shouldn't have let you. I mean, I've heard, I've heard people tell me that all my life growing up. They shouldn't let them get in a hole like that. No, but man, it ain't you are responsible for your own actions. Yes, a hundred percent. Like that's that's what this whole thing is. So one, what what do you think the NFL does here? Like obviously this is this is going to be part of the personal conduct thing, right? I, I think these, but depending on how good these players are, I I think these guys are going to get cut, definitely suspended, definitely. Yeah, suspended. Now Dunbar has only been in the in the league one year. Yeah, um, and I and I don't and know not Dunbar, I sorry, uh, Baker, Baker, Dunbar and, has and you been know in me league. and cornerbacks. Okay, yeah. unless you've been in the league for several years, it's hard to tell you are you a great cornerback or not. Yeah. Okay. So I got no way to to really evaluate these guys. I'm I'm just telling you, I think they're gonna well because they are pretty pretty young. They're probably not gonna get cut. 
but they're probably both going to get suspended. Or do they go on the exemptioners, ex, the, the commissioner's exempt list? How long? I don't know. I don't know any of that. Um, but, but they're going, they're going to suffer something. Oh, it's undressed. The and they should suffer something from the, from the state, by the way, this is not something where, Oh, I'm just going to get an attorney and I get myself out of this. No, you, you rob these people. And these are people, you know, these are people, this is not, not some stranger down the street or whatever. Yeah. Now they you, do have they, witnesses, but it, it is still currently alleged. Whatever that means. Right. Like it's. Uh, Michael, okay. by the way, jumped in and said, not surprising at all. We had a guy hold up a gas station wearing some goofy-ass T-shirt and a mask. He came in a couple of days later for an interview wearing the exact same T-shirt. I swear to God. Yeah. I, no, I mean, these guys aren't Einstein. I do, my I my do faith believe... in humanity drops every day. It's just remarkable. Ugh. I don't know. My, my expectations are pretty low, but... <laughs> I try and stay positive, Chris. I, I don't. Swear to I don't. God. I try to be real. I try and stay positive, and I it's so shit hard. From anybody, really, when, when at you, all. When you see crap like this come up, it's just like, what are we even doing? Like, and this is in the middle of a damn quarantine. And I understand Florida is a, a whole different country at yeah. this point, but like, good God! Like, you got one player that plays for the Giants, the other for the Seahawks. Like, I, I would think that. Those two parts of the world, these guys would know what's going on, right? But they're not. They don't care. They're quarantining in Florida because Florida's looser, and Florida's just a lot more fun to be at. I mean, if I was, if I had the means to be stuck somewhere, I'd rather be stuck in the beach. Uh, agreed, agreed. Which I looked at beach prices for later on the summer, by the way, just to take yeah. you know my wife and child down, you know, for two three days, whatever, to get away. Beach prices in thirty A right now are astronomical. Yeah. They are so much more than they typically are. It is stupid. Oh God! Uh, Michael said, "My wife gets on me daily for being jaded and not trusting people." Hey, look, we're on we're on the same boat here. No, like, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm I am I am a complete cynic. I can and I get yelled at a lot by it. I mean, yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We we both we both deal with that from uh from, uh, from our loved ones. It is what it is. I, I was I was raised on it though. My my father doesn't trust anybody. He still refuses to put his credit card in the computer. So. You know, which uh, there's something to be said for that, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, everybody lives a little differently. Everybody lives a little differently. But this whole thing uh, with with Dunbar and with Baker, I'm I'm a little floored, and it should you know, it should kind of scare us about the NFL season because it, like it's one thing to not really worry about it; it's another to know that they are all out. You know, partying a, a large percentage. That's of all anyway. of these guys in all of these professional sports. I, they are young. They are dumb. They've got money to burn. That they, they don't give a shit, man. And if and they, they come back, the and hockey get tested, players are I, not exempt from this. No, Basketball of course not. Players are not exempt from this. But it 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 does it does make you think what's going to happen when they come back and if if some of them test positive, what are they going to do? Like, and they no, don't have a plan. They're not going to play. They're not going to kick the whole team out. They're just going to no, say you. No, I'm with you, but go. You, you got to. You don't get paid today. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I understand you. I understand you. Oh my god, it's just ridiculous. Can, I wonder if you could. I mean, you can't find somebody for. Well, no, you wouldn't find them. You just wouldn't pay them. Well, if you right. suspend them, then they they can be. So, if the commissioner's exempt list means they got to be paid. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not talking about these guys. Them. I'm talking about like for players that come back if they test positive for coronavirus. Or I, I I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to bet there's something in their contract where if they can find out where they got the coronavirus from, and it wasn't a 
league function thing, they ain't going to pay on their contract. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that. You miss two weeks, you miss two weeks of pay. Yeah, Hit the bricks. That's crazy. That is. You want to go see that girl? Go on. Get the Rona. <laughs> go Ow. on. Do your thing. <laughs> Hope it was fun. Oh, my God. Okay, let's... Uh, the game checks a lot. This game checks like $200,000. Oh, yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's it, we're, we're talking crazy money. Yeah. For for a lot of these guys, anyway. Yeah, for um, a lot of these guys. Let's uh let's go ahead and move on. We'll wrap up with this. Mac college football. Now this is you know Ohio, Toledo, Akron, you know da 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 Bowling Green, whatever. They Toledo are. Toledo is Ohio, by the way. Yeah, I'm that talking about I'm talking about Ohio, like Ohio. Oh, you're talking about universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going through like states that the Mac is in. No, no, no. Bowling Green, Toledo. As much as, as much as Ohio probably doesn't want to claim Toledo, they're in Toledo. They're, they are in. Yeah, they are they're in Ohio. Ohio. Um, they are going through cost cutting measures right now. Now, obviously, yesterday it was announced that Akron is cutting uh, three different sports. I want to say a track team and like a volleyball team, something like that. Uh, they're going through, they're cutting teams. Uh, Bowling Green today announced that they are immediately uh, cutting men's baseball. So they are cutting some of the the smaller sports that are kind of drains on their finances, right? So yeah. one of the things that was brought up, Dr. David Ridpath, who we've had on the show multiple times, uh, he brought up yesterday, like, why don't they go through and cut some of the fat off elsewhere. You don't need 10 football assistants. You don't need, like, just because the NCAA says you can have them doesn't mean that you have to have that many. You can cut fat other places. How many assistant ADs do Wetzel and Forty and Pete Thamel talk about? Oh, my God. Like, that literally their only job is following around the defensive coordinator and helping him with any recruiting stuff that he needs or whatever. Like, yeah. there's like 20 of those guys sitting around an office doing now, a lot of A lot of these are Power 5 schools, right? Yes. yes. But at a school like this, like Akron, like Bowling Green, whatever, uh, you – there's not a ton of those, right? The Hang support on, staff but here's is the not. Thing. There's not a ton of them, but there are some of them, yes. and it's okay to shoot all those guys in the head. I, yeah, I mean, really. Let's just tear every one of those contracts up. Bang, yeah. gone. I, the, you, all you guys, hit the bricks. I think I think universally people would rather that happen as opposed to you not have uh, Losing a sport. Yeah, for, for these kids to be able to play. Like, And I understand that it, not all of them are necessarily scholarship opportunities. Doesn't uh, matter. But even still, you want the kids to have opportunities as many places as they can to go play a collegiate sport. Like, that's what Those you want. Those other people are there strictly to make someone else's job easier, not yes. necessarily to do someone else's job. That means that other person just has to do their damn job. Yes. So one And of their job might have gotten a little more difficult because they're used to farming it out to some scrub, Okay. We're getting rid of all those scrubs, and now you just have to do it. You're highly compensated as coordinators and assistant coaches. You have to do these piddly, meaningless jobs. Yeah. So, along with that, there are other places that you can cut fat. And the Mid-American Conference, I believe, will be the first of many to begin yeah. this practice. This is they the easiest are, thing in the world to do. Yeah, they are ending the practice of home teams staying in hotels the night before football games, according to league sources. Uh, it says the MAC will also reduce the size of travel rosters as the league continues to cut costs with its 12 universities facing financial hardship in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, we'll, we'll get to the rest of this article momentarily. Um, it, it says, with each MAC school facing millions in losses and likely enrollment declines for the next school year, 
Uh, football teams will stay in hotels only on the road, and fewer players will now go to conference road games. Uh, and they're they're trimming the road team or the road um, uh, player Monster. limit from yeah. seventy six players to seventy, which um, is fine. Which is yeah, I mean, it, even it, it, even non non noticeable at yeah, all. Even even that, I mean, my God, it, NFL teams are fifty three players. I mean, it, yeah, know, you don't have to have that many, but and it does suck for the players that don't make the travel roster. Okay, but well, you can sit at home. That's fine. That's yeah, part of it. Even still, now I went back. I was I was trying to find where anybody else had written about this. The Star Telegram down in Texas, uh, they wrote an article back in 2014 discussing this because I was I was curious. I had seen numbers thrown around all over the place, and I, I saw a couple others like Alabama spends over sixty thousand dollars every Friday night before home game to have their guys stay at a hotel in town. And it's, you know, typically a top-of-the-line hotel. Um, But it says, like, on this article, uh, the accommodations before the Longhorns' home opener were fit for a high-rolling Texas X, a custom buffet for $79. Uh, If the all-you-can-eat spread wasn't enough, there's a $20 snack later that night. Around midnight, when the hunger pangs strike again, the hotel came through with a $24 late snack. The next morning, for $36, the eggs came every which way. And that was followed by a pregame lunch for $29. That is all per person. These were not fans at the Omni Austin Hotel at South Park the night before the Texas uh, Longhorns opened their season against North Texas. It was the 120 or so Texas football players. The total bill for a stay a little more than five and a half miles from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium, over $39,000. Now, that was in 2014. The numbers that I have seen most recently due to expanded football staffs, et cetera, and the rising price of hotel accommodations. Big-time Power 5 schools pay over $60,000 per Friday night. Now, for every for, for Saturday night, oh, yeah, Friday night, Friday Saturday night. morning, for every home game, and this is not a situation where you play six home games, six road games, okay? No, this These is— teams are playing more and more games at home. Yeah, now, if you've got a neutral site, that's one thing. Uh, but typically, yeah. typically, the big-time schools are playing— at least seven home games. Right. So if you do the math on that, 60,000 times seven, 420,000. Now, a school like Alabama, Texas, et cetera, they have it, right? Now, a school like Akron, we're going to cut that number. We're going to cut it in half. We're yeah. going to say it's $30,000, and they've got six home games a year. Now, it may be a little less than 30000 but we're just going with that. 30000 times six is $180,000. You just cut... Three employees? Yeah. But, like, you, you saved three employees' jobs by doing that. $180,000 right there, along with some of the other measures that they're going through. Um, that is, I mean, that that saves a sport in a well, lot yeah. of these cases. Like, one of these non-revenued sports, like, their cost, one of the reasons they're, they're non-revenue and it doesn't hurt things is because they just don't cost a lot to operate. Right. Now, they, I mean, they may operate the in the red. And save, like, gymnastics or baseball. Like, you can do those things. Yeah, Michael said that's a great way to deal with uh, at least the kids still get their education. If you're bummed out about not making the travel roster, get better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you don't, you're not hurt by any of it. And the other thing that you got to cut out, and this needs to be cut out across the board too, is injured players traveling as well. Because that's something that didn't used to happen, but now, like, we want that leadership in the locker room. So, Bill on his crutches is still going to be right there with the clipboard. Like, no, no. Bill, we have a coach that can that can hold the clipboard and, and rah-rah. Yeah, rah the and the coach job. needs to do the rah-rah. Yeah, you yeah. you stay home. We're not going to pay 
the all those numbers you added up roughly break down to a couple hundred dollars per person. We're we're not paying that for you to be broken on sidelines. Yes, and I mean it. It, it goes with major schools as well. Like Alabama could afford no, to take two yeah. last year, but there's no reason but, to have those expenses right now. They spend it because we've talked about this before. You bring this up all the time. They're nonprofits. They have the money and they can't keep it. Yeah, they can't roll it over as a profit center for the next year. So they have to spend it. So there's nothing stopping them. But it's still a gross misappropriation of funds. It's also dirty, dirty dealings because you got this this backhanded circle jerk going on with the people who run the hotel. Who who do you think one of the biggest donors are? Well, the people that get $60,000, you know, three times a month for three months from the team. Oh, the team's staying there? So every other hotel is going to be sold out. I inflate the price. Oh, I'll, I'll cut Alabama a check. I'll cut this coach a check or this donor, a che- uh, this AD a check. Yeah, yeah, I got an emergency 20 for you. I mean, and, and that doesn't even include, you know, the basketball teams that do this, et cetera. No, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just a cycle of money that goes around to the same people over and over again, and none of it's getting passed to the students, but we're giving them eggs. Yep, you got it. Uh, it, it the article says, by the way, this is in the Toledo Blade. Uh, they were the first to report it. It says, the changes are the first for football, but the latest in the conference is broad efforts to save money in future academic years. On Tuesday, yeah. the MAC announced it would be ending postseason tournaments for eight non-revenue sports beginning with the 2020-2021 school year. Changes, it said, would last for a period of five years. Uh, there will be no MAC tournament for men's or women's soccer, baseball, softball, men's or women's tennis, women's lacrosse, and women's field hockey. Uh, the recipient of the conference's NCAA tournament bid in those eight sports will be determined by the regular season. That I mean, it makes sense, right? That makes sense. Uh, the other side of this is the MAC also cut back on postseason tournaments for other sports, including basketball. The new format for the MAC tournament will be exclusive by featuring the top eight finishers instead of all 12. The league eliminated the first round of the conference basketball tournament, which was played on the campus of the higher seed, and will send all eight quarterfinalists uh, straight to Cleveland to begin play. The women's volleyball tournament now will feature only four teams instead of eight, other changes include the swimming and diving championships will take place on three days instead of four, golf championships will be two days instead of three, and the outdoor track and field championships previously held across three days will now join indoor track as a two-day event. Basically, any like they're taking all of these minor things and all of it combined, all the savings combined, will save us are going to save. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll save the conference a ton of money. It's going to save the That's schools right. a ton of money. And it it doesn't look like it's that big of a deal, um, but it's it's a pretty big thing. And and I think that the MAC is the first of many many conferences that is going yep. to go forward with this because it's just smart. Like it's yep. just a smart way of going about it. You know, I, they, these guys have never been, been accused have been smart businessmen, right? Like that's no. I, I've always been very frustrated with the big boy schools. My school is one of them, by the way of just pissing away money just to piss it away, just to show people we've got the newest, shiniest thing. And I get that you can't carry it over and we've got it brought in. Like tell the donors to quit, like save that money. I don't need, listen, I'll tell you the same thing. I told my mama a long time ago. Okay. She's always been, she didn't have a lot. She's never had a lot, but she's always been one to where if she does for one of me or my brother, she does for both of us. And my brother moved into a new house years and years and years ago needed a bunch of updates on the house, didn't have the money to do it, had to borrow money from mama. Mama gave him a couple thousand dollars, 
called me up and said, hey, went, took out a loan, and I'm going to give you the same money I gave him because I feel like, I, no, 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 keep like that. It, don't no, worry no, 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 about it being even. It because I, at that moment in time, I don't need it. And in the same story, I would, I told her, I would tell all my boosters if I was AD, I can't tell you there won't be a day where I won't knock on your door and say, hey, I need some help. Yeah. But that day ain't today, okay? Yeah. And when I call, know that I have exhausted every other means before calling you. So when I call, take it and take it seriously. And man, what do you think would happen to your to your boosters? Now, instead of just handing you money, they'll pay for sponsorships. They'll pay for advertising. They'll, they'll do more scrupulous things, more, more, more things with more integrity to them than, than just handing you a bunch of cash and saying, you know, you know, let me in the locker room with the kids and shake hands and get pictures with them in their underwear. Like nobody that, that, cause that's all they get now for being boosters. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is interesting. Matt said one issue with sports that, uh, athletes do multiple events like track and swimming, uh, is competing on the same day can affect them. That's well, true. You just got to pick. You just yeah. have to pick one. And that's, that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I mean, I don't, and I don't think that's a knock, by the way. I don't think that's negative. We're allowing you to take place in a sport to where some schools, because of money, is going to lose swimming or they're going to lose track. Yeah. So we're keeping both of them. You can practice at both of them, but on on meet days, if there's a meet on the same day, you got to pick which one you want to do. No one's going to tell you. Yeah. But you, you just don't decide. Do both. And if that's the only hindrance you've got, Come on, man. I'm not. We're trying to save your damn sport, period. Yeah. No, you're so you, right. You got to give a little if you're that unique person. No, you're you're 100% right. 100% right. Uh, it's it's crazy. Things are just heating up. It, we, we'll have more football stuff to discuss next week. Today is a short show so that, uh, so that I can get some other things done that have to be done relatively early compared to usual. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, Chris, there's nothing breaking, nothing that I've seen, right? You don't see anything? No, hang on. There's a report. Hugh Jackson says the Browns would have rejected the deal for Russell Wilson that we talked about yesterday, no matter what. <laughs> Hugh Jackson is a fool. I hate that man. He's such a fool. He he wasn't even involved with that crap anyway. No, they, like, that was that was conversations above his pay grade. A hundred percent. That's so stupid. That guy's such a tool. God bless America. Michael said, have a great weekend, fellas. Gary, I need to get you some of this peanut butter whiskey. Gig them. Matt said, coach is trying to keep the job, so they need to win. Yeah. Yeah, they need to win. But, you know, if a player tells him he's not playing. I think he's he's talking about a – I thought he was talking about the uh, the college athletes. But now I'm wondering – well, Hugh doesn't have a job right now, does he? No, Hugh doesn't have a job. I didn't figure you did. Um, good gracious. Good gracious. So, that is going to wrap up today's show. Let's I've get out of here. i got some things i got to take care of. We'll, uh, we'll talk crap about Hugh Jackson next week. So, <laughs> I don't think that'll be too hard to do. Anyway, uh, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Of course, oh, Matt said it's all about the college athletes. 100%. 100%. Always about the athletes. Um, and it should be. Absolutely should be. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you all for jumping in on the chat. If you would, share the show out with your friends. It's very easy. Just click the share button on whatever platform you're watching on or listening or whatever. Uh, Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to the live show, etc. We are going to go ahead and get out of here. Make sure you take care of yourselves. 
Take care of each other. We're going to see you guys again on Monday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.